Okay, so w- welcome to In the Pub of My Bread, Ray. Yeah, I'm <laughs> from Birmingham. <laughs> all from Birmingham today. So um, I just thought I'd just say thanks very much for coming along. Um, and now we can really start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, Bab. Um, That's what they say, Ray. I didn't know that before. Yeah, Bab. Yeah. All right, Bab. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to In the Pub with Mike Bradbury again. Um, couldn't have that one. <laughs> um, we are here in the Electric Cinema in Birmingham, um, which is Kevin's new cinema. Yay! Hurrah for me. So we're not technically in a pub, but we have kind of created a bit of a pub setting and we have been drinking since five to seven. Yeah. Um, so, um, we're not quite sure how this seven is. Seven to five. Seven yeah. to five. Um, so this is the first time we've all been together properly for ages since mm. what? 2019? 19. Yeah. Well, ages. We've done lots of in the pubs with, um, Zoom and yeah. Go meetings and all the other technical things that, what's it called? Um, you know, they can't say he's not allowed to speak. Um, but yes. yeah, we've been doing it all right, but it's not really been the same apart from when we're all now together. Yay. So we've, 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 we're all a bit stewed. The three rusty queers. Are we allowed to say that? <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. We are now. We are now. Um, and we thought we'd, we'd come together. So just so you know, we have the two regulars. Yes. Kevin uh, and Tony. I'm, I'm very regular. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> That's good to me. Well, Birmingham's known for its fibre. Yeah. And we have we have a very special guest um, of um, Grain Grain Piatte Piatte Grain Piatte. That's what Phil Gran- tells me to call you. Granny. Granny Piatte. Granny is the best Piatte. one ever. Granny Piatte. <laughs> so, just for everyone's sake, how is it that you pronounce your name? Gronya. Gronya. And is that Well, actually, Belgian? It depe- it, do you know what? Actually, it depends. If you say it with an Irish accent, which I've now tried to, like, stop, because English people can't get it, so you actually say Grania. 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 With an R. Grania. 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 Okay. Or Grania. Grania. It's just easier. Pete. Pete. Groners. Right. Groners. Or just Groners. Or G. Okay. <laughs> I answered to mixed yeah. things. Or you. I don't like that. I don't like it. I mean, I don't like it when people put on emails and they just put G or do you not? M. Oh, sorry. I'll stop doing F it, Mike. I just put sorry. kiss just to like, you. Oh. That's all I do. I, I, only, oh, you thought you were signing off with an X? I, yeah, I only accept that if you're exceptionally busy. Yeah. I people, just thought it was you probably mean, like you showed that you left me. Mm. <laughs> people it's, email me no. and say, hey, TP, and I don't even know... Like these are people that I, I would never call you TP. No. Yeah. no. Well, I, I think GTP. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan. Uh, I'm not a fan. No, no, but you enough. know, if you want to do it, fine. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. make no difference to me. Uh, anyway, given oh, sorry, Gronya. <laughs> Gronya. G. G. <laughs> what is it you do? For those that don't know, for the un- uninitiated. It's a great question, which gets asked a lot, actually. Officially. Uh, <laughs> officially. So officially, um, I head up the Event Cinema Association, which is the only global trade body um, that represents 
alternative content, event cinema content in cinemas. So everything from ballet, opera, theatre, concerts, gaming. Ah, uh, I was just going to say, does events. it cover gaming? Yeah, so basically the short version I get is anything that's not a... Film. Film, yeah, film presentation or a trailer or a trailer yeah, yeah. or advert or an yeah. advert yeah, yeah. those three excluded yeah. <laughs> yeah anything that anything that plugs into the side yeah but actually no anything that's not no. a feature no, film presentation no. no because you can get some alternative content that's actually a dcp it's been mastered yeah. 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 so it's not it's just so what's plugged into the side so, of the projector so, we've so yeah. so since i started it was just 2018 so three years pretty much to the date um, we've been doing a lot of kind of like redefining what event cinema is. So it's basically the the type of content, so those genres that I've mentioned, but then also what accompanies that is the methodology of its release. So mm -hmm. it has a limited mm -hmm. run within a cinema. It's a you know a one night only with a series of encores. I mean that's typically how it kind of accompanies it. So for me. Uh, um, a re-release of uh, an old classic is not event cinema. No, but and sometimes that gets cushioned. Unless quite a lot, it's but, yeah. Star Wars, in which yeah. case it well, would if be it an does event. Well, in the box office, I'll take it. But no, yeah. <laughs> no, but no. It typically, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, that's but if not you, event cinema. If you add, like, I don't know, we call them DVD extras. So does that then become event cinema? So if you have, it's a wonderful life with a live Q&A with James Stewart, for instance. Apart from the fact it would be, you know, yeah, it hilarious. Like, like, <laughs> it, would more, it would be more of a, more of a seance than a, yeah. a Q&A. So, um, what, <laughs> what about the recent Rocky IV film that was released yeah. and that well, had a so, Q&A so, so Well, so, I mean, I think that's the also, it, that's the kind of the new grey area for us, is that because it's that additional features that kind of accompany it so it's that q a and like what it boils down to it is pretty much how a distributor puts it through comscore it is kind of how the box office takings kind of put it through because if they put it through with it's a q a and it's the one night only you know so sparks brothers is, is kind of a recent example mm. of that of what they mm. did uh for the sundance film festival and that went through as an event cinema release but then equally in terms of the nature of what's Sparks Brothers was about and it being having that live Q&A you know take that as an event in the release but I think a 40th anniversary of a certain film no mm -hmm. no and I think and I, you know because otherwise it becomes quite grey I think in determining like what event cinema is and I think in, in my heart the essence of what event cinema is is it's selling a fan experience beyond what is provided from a feature film presentation yeah so it's gaming like what you said at the beginning yeah. it's gaming it's a musical mm. theater it's yeah. opera and all the good stuff how about the stuff that's in kevin's basement yeah. yeah, let's talk about that, Kev. My what, basement, not my there? basement, excuse me. We need to define our terms here. When I say, when you say my basement, I don't mean my One basement at basements. home. My, my, my basement I, I at home. I think you've got, you're sat is, on a little gold mine of events well, and potential. yeah, I don't know. Um, yes, no, here at the uh, Electric the Cinema, <laughs> there is a basement we have discovered full of 35mm softcore pornography from the 1970s. Not my basement, which in which infers I've ha I have a I have a clandestine collection of softcore pornography is in my basement. Is it soon to be on buy it now on eBay? Well, 
Well, I don't know, but we're going to go through it and archive it and uh, all the rest of it, digitise it. And, yeah, asking no, for it a friend. Going to digi- yeah, I was going to... <laughs> You're not really going to digitise it. No, actually, there are people in Birmingham that do are very interested in digitising it, yeah. just for posterity or some other word. <laughs> I don't know. Of course it's not. A 35mm soft mil. pornography film yeah. festival. Well, why not? It's I don't legs. know. Yeah, why not? It's got many legs. <laughs> it's got... <laughs> many, many legs. <laughs> what do we call it? The Hairy Film Festival, probably. <laughs> it's the 70s. Well, um, so let's watch it. So in the event cinema... Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Right, event <laughs> back, cinema. Back well, that would be one an event. The, one Let's of the questions yeah. that I asked years ago um, when I was trying to understand what on earth to install yes. was why is why does it always have to be live? Why does it is, it... is it important to be live? I was told at the time, yes, it needs to be live because it has a prestige when it's live. Um, but I believe there might be a change of no it's it's it, do you know what mike it's a great question and i don't know kev do you want to take it first or i can take well it? i i would say so as an exhibitor mm. uh, i was always very pro live mm. well, certainly back in the early days when we because we've been doing it a long 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 time and we i mean we've i think we've done every nt live there is from fedra onwards and we've done you know we did we were very early in on the uh, met opera live and i always felt that live was what was where it was at but actually, over the years, it's morphed, and my team persuaded me that actually, uh, you know, recordings are also um, going to bring an audience in. And do you know what? They're right. And actually, in terms of the way we're talking here, in terms of the podcast and the tech of it, actually, there's a lot less risk involved yeah, yeah. Mm. with a DCP exactly, than yeah. there is with a live satellite broadcast. So oh, absolutely. I've slightly warmed to the idea now over the last couple of years because actually I can go away and leave it and it works instead of, yeah. you know... Sitting having... there, anxious, wondering yeah. when the signal's going to drop out. Yeah. Wonder if it's going to snow yeah. or mm-hmm. a bit of wind. Yeah. Bit of wind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think, you know, to Kev's point, you know, it's... Yes, live was always the kind of the allure of mm. event cinema and that's kind of what they felt would draw people in and and in one hand you can never replicate that experience of being here in a cinema like the electric and feel like you're watching something simultaneously at the same mm. time that's happening you know in the in New York or it, yeah, and London. it worked for events. I mean, take yeah. that and things like that. Exactly. It's really, really, uh, it, that's it where it worked. It has a place, but, you know, mm. and again, you know, even from a distributor point of view, you you cannot recreate that experience and that feeling from a fan experience. Mm. Call, let's call them the fans. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fans, you know, in, in that respect. But then on the other hand, you know, and again, similarly in, in terms of particularly like with concert-based that we've seen kind of coming through for event cinema, there's a quality control issue that that accompanies mm. the live because mm. when live works well, it's phenomenal. But then what comes with that are the contingencies of ensuring that everybody in terms of, you know, from the producers to the broadcasters to the cinema output are all on the ball with that in terms of mm. delivering that end result. That's the quality result. It's almost like a live conference, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and, and, and making sure that it runs smoothly, mm-hmm. you know, from start to finish, you know, from the producers to making sure that the sound is going through in all channels, that it can be played out into the cinema, and that the cinema is taking those test times to make sure that they are set up to be able to deliver it. You know, whereas if it's recorded, 
you kind of minimise that risk a little bit more yeah. and you've got that quality control because particularly for concerts, the biggest thing that you want and the most important thing for the fans Obviously is decent sound. Decent, decent sound, sound. Yeah. the whole uh, experience, well, isn't it? Yeah. And there's just less to go wrong. wrong. That's yeah. the point. And actually, from your point of view, Mike, surely you're dealing with an, uh, you know X number of sites. Just exponentially, you're going to have things going wrong, aren't you, yeah. on the live? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, when it very first started Event Cinema, you know, went back when it was called Alternative Content. Alternative right? Content. Um, what a snappy title we, that was. We were <laughs> not the greatest at it because we were still seeing it as this bit of a sideshow. Mm. It was a bit of a side thing. It was kind of uh, dabbling in these things over here. We didn't really, if I'm honest, we didn't take it seriously. You know, people who were in charge of it did, but from a technical standpoint, we didn't really take it seriously. And this is like just after digital cinema started. Yeah. But then it started to grow mm. and it started to become very profitable. Yep. And it was like, hang on a minute, this There's needs to be taken here. a lot more seriously. We need to make sure the tech is absolutely bang on. Um, and I think a lot of we we suffered from a lot of things, but I think it was the same across the board. Which is, you kind of buy a satellite receiver, you'd stick a dish on the roof, and you'd put it in, and you it was a bit of a cheap and cheerful plug and play scenario. And there was a lot of things that could go wrong with it. So yeah. it was a small yeah. solution that ended up exponentially growing, and you ended up with a small solution in all the cinemas that were actually, it was this mm. big money earner now. And I yeah. think I yeah. think what, what we said was, well, if we'd, have, if we'd have knew it was gonna be this big at the start, we'd have probably put a better infrastructure yeah. in place. Yeah, but I'm not sure that infrastructure exists even now. Oh gosh, that's a bit harsh, no, isn't it? No, 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 no. And I think, you know, Kev, as you said, you know, when you've got something that's recorded on its DCP, there's less risk because actually when live goes wrong, the repercussions of that, you know, quite significant. Yeah, and, and it did. Horrible. You know, and, and, it's and, and it's horrible. also the repercussions. Staff of, training yeah, issue. And the repercussions either go directly back to the cinema, where you know you've got people that got refunds and, exactly yeah. that, or you know, worse to that, you know, they go back to the artist. Well, that's the other thing. You is know? presumably it feeds back to the artist who goes, yeah. "Well, I'm not doing that again." again exactly that. Yeah. Well, it also bred zero faith from the guest. Yeah. 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 Because so when, they were know, going, well, we tried it out once and it all went wrong and it was a bit shit, so yeah. we're not coming back again. It, exactly and that. that's Catastrophic. Catastrophic. That's easy for you to say. said it like, so many times before, you know, it's just like, <clears throat> when live works well and you get them in and you get them hooked, they will always come back. Absolutely. But when live goes wrong, you lose people. Yeah, oh, absolutely. absolutely. And we you were know? in that position in the early days and we acknowledged it pretty on and we had a meeting with all the big wigs around NT Live and everybody, and we said, right, we, we basically said, we're sorry, and we're gonna get this sorted, and we did. And to be fair, we put someone on it, I'm gonna mention his name, his name is Nick Constable. He used to work for us, he doesn't work for yeah. us anymore, but he then took it and he ran with it, and he did an amazing job. He was amazing. And he made mm -hmm. sure it was bang on, and he did a help desk and everything, and yeah. he made sure it was bang, he, he just, he so made was sure that all the cinemas, that was an internal thing, yeah. Yeah. and he made sure everybody had, he basically set the roadmap of what we even carry on doing today. He, he did the specific training. Yeah, he did um, the very specific training, yeah. and his motto was, you know, it's quite common, is fail to prepare, prepare fail to fail, fail. Yeah. and he transformed it, and in the end, 
um, NT Live actually turned around and said that they were we were the model of how to do it right. Oh, okay, yeah. that's nice. Um, that's nice. Which was a great compliment to Nick, and Nick should take the kudos for that because he, it was his idea, it was his work, and he ran with it, and it was great. Mm. But um, where where did we go then? Because then IP started to come into things, yeah. didn't it? <clears throat> and everyone was saying, "Well, you shouldn't be doing satellite because it's problematic," and you. Why? you depending on the country, um, oh, right. particularly if you're in Northern Europe because of the curvature of the Earth, they don't really have a good lousy satellite. Lousy curvature of the Earth. No, lousy, yeah. Well, they lousy yeah. physics. Great no. infrastructure for uh, internet and broadband connectivity. They do, yeah. they do. <laughs> but, you know, they kind of prove the world wasn't flat. What? And, Since yeah, when? Yeah, yeah. Why did I not get this memo? satellite thing. Right. And, um, <laughs> and we, 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 it started to promote IP delivery rather than satellite delivery and then we had this big row around well what's the future should we be going IP or should we stick with satellite and satellites a bit prone to being problematic with wind and do you know what Mike one of the very first conversations you and I had was oh, I don't the, remember this well, I yeah. do. it was one of the Unix cinema days mm -hmm. in Brussels and you and I were on a table together <laughs> and it came up it must have been about four years ago and you were like, Kwanya, what is the future? Is it IP or satellite? I just yeah, don't know yeah, what to yeah. do. You <laughs> silver tongue I know. devil. And I was literally like, do you I know not how just... to speak <laughs> to women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 IP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember thinking, just started the job, better find yeah. that out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't later, ask me, I'm chairman later. of the... Uh, yeah, I'm uh, in charge of the... Three years later, we're still chatting. Well, I even went to like NT, I was a... What, what, what do you prefer? And they went, they don't really care as long as it gets Lose there. It, or yeah, right. yeah. And, and, and do you know what that is? I think fundamentally, you know, what everybody wants, even if it's in terms of an exhibitor or a distributor, is the best quality output of the content. Mm -hmm. um, and what we've got at the moment is, you know, globally, you know, we've just got such a variation in terms of what cinemas can actually deliver whether that's via ip or via satellite and i think you know particularly in this sort of last kind of 12 months you know for the uk especially you know is the removal of the landsat boxes dare i say it <clears throat> you know which mm. you know which was a big you know they dominated the uk market and i think a lot of the cinemas had been closed they were focused on reopening you know live delivery for them wasn't at the forefront of their mind until you know we've started to see the return of like the likes of uh glastonbury cliff right, you know yeah. all these other events and then oh, all of a sudden okay. there was just like this wild panic of i don't know i haven't got a receiver i haven't got a lancet box what do i do you yeah. know like and there was there literally was i mean i have had so many conversations with exhibitors about what do I do? Should I be going to IP? Should I stick with satellite? Should mm. I do this? I've been told, like, I can't, I can't screen Royal Opera House unless I've got an IP receiver. It's like, no, 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 no. That's really just, who told somebody that? That's, that's I, wrong. I can't mention names. Oh, okay, fair enough. But do you know what I mean? It's just one of these kind of things where I think there's so much misinformation that's out there that people are kind of getting confused about what they can't. And, you know can do and it's like yes on one hand having an IP delivery delivery allows you 
more opportunities in your ability of what you can do you know so you've got with ip you've got capabilities of 4d if you wanted to do gaming 4d no 4d 4k sorry 4k i was gonna say 4d that's the wine oh talking oh my god um, 4K. 4k or do you know what i mean oh you I can do take that in my lap. <laughs> yeah. don't we all get it yeah. don't we all you know, and I've now completely lost my trail of thought. Uh, sorry, that's uh, my fault. <laughs> thinking thinking about Kevin Ke- in 4D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a thing you want in 4D. You know, so... 3D's enough. There's, yeah. <laughs> you know, there are, there's a lot more in terms of what you can do within your cinema with IP delivery. Okay, so is that... All oh, right, so you can, do, you can do 4K down the IP stream, yeah. can you? The, the, oh, there's okay. potential to, or Atmos down Because we tried 4K, if you didn't do, they, ke- If you want to do gaming and you've got the, the bandwidth, <sighs> you know your your quality delivery is better but then actually you know when satellite works well and the the ECA we did um a survey out to a load of exhibitors in August September you know just kind of find out let's just find out you know what have people got what people doing what do people want to do you know it will come as no surprise most people want to stick with satellite it's what they know it's what they trust it's what they can do a lot of people felt like a lot of exhibitors felt like actually if they could just buy a new satellite receiver, yeah. they would manage it themselves and do it. And, you know... I think a you, lot of exhibitors felt yeah. they'd had the rug pulled from yeah. under them. You know, I mean, blessed land sat and all that stuff. I mean, that really did feel... I know a lot of exhibitors felt like that. It was like, oh, what now then? They've done this. Um, Sorry, is this because they've stopped using... They stopped using the internal um, satellite card on the yeah. Landsat box. So mm. it was basically purely um, content delivery. So cinemas that were using that for their for their satellite, satellite now had to find an alternative. I mean, there was a an alternative receiver. on offer, of course, yeah. Yeah. which is the GoFlex um, IP box. But that that, that, that attracted the cost from satellite to IP as well. Yeah, yeah. But or, also or attracted the cost. Alternative. Yeah. Satellite, satellite receiver. Which, but that I feel yeah. like has been the message that's been lost. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, also, we were lucky because we had, I've got, I mean, I've got a, ba- but rather like porn, I've got a basement full of satellite receivers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good basement. Yeah. This is a great but the, basement. But the Landsat but, box was generally deemed as being this kind of professional or se- at least semi semi-professional yeah, definitely, yeah. satellite was, receiver. Well, that's because it was actually from someone in the industry as opposed yeah, to just absolutely. something that you can buy off the shelf. Yeah, rather than a domestic piece yeah. of kit. Yeah. That yeah. Can because be there is no... There are, there, a domestic no. piece of but, kit. But then also on the flip side, you know... Landsat had provided this service, you know, without a cost. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, you yeah. know, for, for, for you know, t- since two thousand and twelve, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, no, so absolutely. Ten years next year. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and you know, financially and commercially, it, it was a loss for them, and they mm. had to find a way mm. to to try and kind of recoup that. And you know, and again, what now comes with the IP delivery is this managed service. And an associated cost and an additional overhead that comes with a live broadcast, mm. which then you know, and particularly in these circumstances when cinemas were just reopening, it was a hard blow. Do you know what yeah, I mean? It was, it was, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, yeah. It was, yeah. I, I've now got a four yeah. three hundred pound on the receiver, the new box, and I've now got a potential eighty pound overhead on every I event think that I do. That's the issue. Yeah. It's, it's less the the cost of the box. Mm. That's kind of that's par yeah. for the course. You, you buy a bit of kit, you got to pay for a bit of kit. It's the it's the it's the per event, event. thing that yeah. uh, that really mm. makes the old 
I did, yeah. Hurt, you know. It, and, and then, you know, and, and for me, I was trying to break it down into terms of, you know, event cinema sells at a high ticket price. You know, for a lot of the guys, I was like, okay, break that down. That's four to five tickets. Yeah, I mean, it's that, well, yeah, but there are some events that are marginal. Yeah, and that's the thing. You don't, you know, obviously on a Met Opera, it's fairly straightforward. On a busy Met Opera, because mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if the Met Opera listened to this podcast, but it's not been the strongest season. <coughs> Let's and, be and honest. That's not just the UK. Yeah. that's even in the US. They're not. They're not having the numbers. It's either. not the strongest season, no. and that's. I mean, the titles are partly to do with that. Yeah. Bless you know, they're trying to give us something new, but people still want Traviata and Carmen you know it's just yeah. you know unfortunately. there's lots of people from the Met Opera listen to this podcast yeah I'm sure yeah. they do <laughs> I also think um, just for like audience as well um, in uh, from what I can gather in North America there's a certain demographic of people that aren't yet going back to the cinema due to concerns over Covid right and I think that might be the demographic that watched the Met Opera so yeah you're I'm probably not sure right. if that's the case yeah. here I don't know um We've been okay with it. I mean, the, 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 some have been stronger than others, but we're, I mean, anything goes, which would also be that demographic, wouldn't it? It's yes, been it's phenomenal. phenomenal. <coughs> yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. But, but, it, but the thing is, it just hits it in, the, in like, do you know what I mean? It hits our equivalent of No Time to Die in the, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, to make that comparison, in, like, if you disregard mm. the box office numbers. But it is, mm. isn't it? It's, it's everybody wants, at the moment, they want that feel-good factor. They yeah, something to take them out of. Uh, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what they all mm. want. They want traditional want. cinema, which is escapism. Yeah. yeah. Escapism, yeah. So and, why, and then that's what we've seen with Anything Goes. It's, uh, that's what... That's what why, why did Landsat change? I think it was like Gornio was saying, it's to do with the presumably the cost of continuing that service and when we weren't paying for it. I mean, I, I it might be that. It probably is. Um, I don't know. But was it... I mean, the, the Landsat box was uh, first and foremost a DCP delivery box. Yeah, of course. And and it had and the satellite receiver merged. in it, which was dead exactly. handy. Dead so like, handy. Exactly. <laughs> but then it moved... They, they joined forces with... Or purchased or whatever they did. They joined forces with yeah. GoForLex. yeah. And did they not? Why? Why would they move to GoForLex's box? I just think they didn't want to support the card anymore, wasn't it? Basically, well, I mean, obviously we're talking out of turn here because we haven't not got here. Mr. Well, yeah, Mr. T here. Say, Simon Tandy was supposed to be here. Yeah. But he's mugged us off. He's bottled out. Mugged us off. Um, he's unwell. He's, he's mugged <laughs> us off um, for the third time. Third um, time. Eighth time. <laughs> but he, he, yeah. Equally, you know, from what you see from what Gofflex do across Europe, you know, they are the kind of the biggest provider in terms of the IP delivery, and and again in terms of the potential of what IP can do those benefits you know kind of are there they're just not fast and kind of coming to mm. the kind of to the exhibitor no. particularly here in the UK because we've got completely different infrastructure and a different model of doing things and and we've been relying on satellite and when satellite yeah. works satellite yeah. works well and actually no one's tried to sell it to me no no one's tried to sell it to me no one's kind of been going hey kev this is this this is that this is how it's going to work this is going to be great i know it's this 80 is, quid but yeah. actually or i mean basically all we have is a list of well this is what we're doing and this is how we're going to do it nobody came and tried to sell it to me yeah, and make me feel better about and about and switching and I, know, and I think that's been a downfall. Sorry, everybody. All the <laughs> vendors. I mean, sorry, all the vendors. But no, which is why, you know, we as the ECR and I was just like, I feel like we just need to put some more information out there because 
I think it's just been lost mm. in terms of yeah, with everything kind of else going on. I think the the benefits of it. I can, can achieve absolutely see the benefits, yeah. but they weren't sold to us. And I think that, you know, there are a lot of exhibitors out there unsure yes, about what to do. Is that a downside of COVID? Was it just bad timing? Uh, possibly. Possib absolutely, yeah. possibly. Yeah, 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 yeah possibly. Because it felt mm. like another thing. Yeah. You know, and the return of live events is kind of be like, when are the live events coming yeah, out? Because, sure. you know, on a distributor point of view, that's a risk for them to be like, when are there going to be a sufficient number of cinemas open that's going to make this mm. worthwhile for me mm. to put it out and get people back in and will it generate the numbers and the, the kind of cost for doing it you know and even with cliff richards that we had um back at the end of october you know again one of the benefits of the ip was you know where they they'd had some can I say mess ups? Can I okay? Yeah. I might get bleeped. I might get bleeped. I might get bleeped. Cool challenges. Technical challenges. You know, and you know, the benefit of IP is that they could pause it, they could delay it, and then once they got it started, they could then stream it perfectly. So you're not missing out, you're not losing the audience. You don't have oh new world, see Kev. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? It's a case of give them a glass of wine while we sort out the technical challenges and then press pay. You know, so you've you've got that as an added bonus with IP. But yes, Kev, you're right. You know, we've not done particularly well. But it's not been sold that that to us. How flexible it is. Exactly, which is what I'm trying to hopefully do. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. But I also appreciate that additional cost on the overhead is a challenge and it is an issue. But then equally, the other side of it is, you know, one of the big questions we asked when we did the survey was, look, do you know what your broadband connection is? Mm. And half the cinemas... Didn't know. Didn't don't know. know. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, we want IP. Can you have IP? No idea. Yeah, you don't want like the... Yeah. You know, so that... Wouldn't, that be, coming, wouldn't that be coming through um, GoFilex's IP? No, no, it comes down your broadband. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. But surely if you've got... Um, if you've got Landsat stroke GoFilex DCP delivery option, surely that... That live event is coming through the same. Oh, okay, through the, their particularly. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah. it takes the satellite and then it will go. Yeah, no. What you mean, Mike, is that because they have a dedicated broadband line, it's yeah. not got any other, nothing else to, you know, turn Worry it into. About. What was that? Real player buffering. Yeah, buffering, it's not. It's not got anything. It's it's a dedicated <laughs> line. Buffering. <laughs> It's a dedicated line, therefore they don't have to worry about the fact that England are playing and everyone's yeah. streaming England as exactly. well on mm. Now TV or on whatever, Amazon Prime. So they've got, they've paid for a line to go into your cinema to deliver DCPs. Well, I've paid for a line to go in. Maybe I've made a mistake there. Or, or you've paid for it. But it's a, the point being, it's a dedicated line. It's a dedicated line, line yeah. yeah. So they're using that dedicated line to stream your IP yeah. event over it. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about all no. that credit card bookings going over the same line and things like no, that. No, that's true. Um, so surely it should be a good And line. actually, we did some tests with the, uh, what were the other lot? Unique, Unique. IP, because they've mm. got one as well. Rosetta yeah. Net. Rosetta Net. And we got down to really low numbers before the, the, the picture dropped out in terms of bit rate. Mm -hmm. Is that so, because just the buffering is more? Uh, uh, maybe, more. I don't know. But I mean, I mean, the picture started to really deteriorate. But actually, you 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 could go down to quite low bit rates before before the picture disappeared. 
Um, but whether that's the same on the GoFood Xbox, I have no idea. I imagine it's similar technology. Yeah, it must be. I don't know. So, right. so should we stick with satellite, or should we go with IP, or should we have both, or none, or should we go with pigeon? Or... That's yeah. a lot of questions, Mike. Right. So, in in the grand schemes of things, right? No pressure. No pressure. No. But listen, <laughs> satellite is not going to disappear. Like I think the two are going to coexist for a good four to five years. Do you know what I mean? In, in the nicest possible way, you know. Although we accelerate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> quote, Rainy Piate. Rainy. Rainy. Four to five years. No, but I don't. And, you know, and even from a distributor point of view, you know, for them, satellite is reliable when it works. And, you know, exhibitors take the test times and they're you know everything's there. everyone's working together on this satellite works well there are benefits of ip but equally there isn't that infrastructure to roll it out across everybody mm -hmm. you know so i think you know for the next four or five years that we will have a, a hybrid system where both are available Cool. Coexist you know, in harmony. They so, will. so the vendor, the vendors, imagine, imagine that world. Ebony and ivory. <laughs> the vendors don't care. <laughs> am I, like am I right in saying the yeah. vendors don't care as long as it's reliable and it works? Yes. Yeah. They, I mean, ultimately, that's what they so want. They don't have a preference. They, they, but, they want to give their content and their product the best experience for their fans. But Absolutely. in a way, Why this is this and, and exactly and as exhibitors, that's what you want. Yeah. But you know, here's the thing: in a in a in a you know, actually broadly speaking, people don't engage with exhibitors enough. Filmmakers don't engage with them enough. And here's the situation where actually they just come and talk to us, yeah. make us feel better, tell us what it is that you want to do, show us how to do it. You know. But, but and equally for the exhibitor, you know, as we were saying earlier, you know, test times. No. Don't work. So well, okay, let's they're find... not great because they're at the yeah. top. Yeah, we're showing films, aren't we? That's yeah. Well, yeah. So clashes with kids club on the Tuesday. Exactly. <laughs> but then exactly have <laughs> that conversation. Yes, but we so don't. So then it eliminates. A, yeah, but you know, no, I, I didn't no. do. I didn't switch anything on. So therefore, no. you know, I'm five minutes to go live, and I've got to call up and get in a flap. Sure. So I don't know what's going on. Sure. Yeah, but then you they'll know? they'll probably come back and say, well. That's the only time we could possibly provide for a test slot. So, like but then again, we've it. never, but we've never had the conversation, have we? No, but like when, that's what I'm saying. There's yeah. this disconnect between yeah. everybody. We're not sitting around. Exactly. Sorry, I'm talking I'm about Tony's knee, like yes, yes, yes. <laughs> this is <laughs> and I am enjoying it. <laughs> I am enjoying it. Uh, but no, but it's good to talk. But we do need to. <laughs> we need to have a, a, a better dialogue. I we think, do between no, no, you know. No, definitely because, because you know, they're. they're, they're they're fixable things. It's all fixable, isn't it, really? It is fixable. But in, from an exhibitor's point of view, and Tony will know this better than anybody, I can really f film up. Yeah. <laughs> I can really yeah. f your event up by not doing it right. You know, not, we're not, the pointy not on end. No, not on purpose, but I'm just saying. <laughs> You know, and actually, yeah. maybe we need to be a bit more schmoozed and a bit more understood and a bit more, you know. Yeah, no, I would completely agree with that. And um, it is such a shame 
when you know you know you've seen it as it's supposed to be projected you've seen it in the cinema in which it's been signed off on or you know mm. we've just done a premiere and the director has said this is how we want it to be and then you go and watch the film again in yeah. a multiplex in wherever the arse end of nowhere yeah. No offence to the arse end. The arse, of I love the arse end. Of oh, I love. I live. Yeah. I live in one. So yeah. yeah. Um, and then you go watch it there, and you're like, "This is not, this is not how it looked. This is no. not how it sounded." So yeah, no. you know, you're absolutely right. Um, you can really, well, destroy what the director. We can. Had we really can. Arse end on sea. Arse. Arse end on sea. Yeah. I mean, what I mean is, that if we, right. you know, we need to join. Arse and all. Play. <laughs> we do. We need to join up these things. I we mean, need if to... only there was a trade body that yeah. would do that. <laughs> That's a good idea, isn't it? That is yeah, a good but idea. I think you know. What, what should we call it? Oh, <laughs> uh, the arse end the organization. Arse end content. Of yeah. content. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, exhibitors would love that to be to be directly engaged by the content providers, whether it's film or whether it's event cinema. Yeah, yeah. We would much prefer that wouldn't we Mike? Mm -hmm. I think yeah. so but, yeah, but you're definitely. all striving for the end goal yeah we all want the same it's, thing it's the best delivery yeah, of whatever absolutely. it is that you've well, got absolutely. on the screen so, excuse my ignorance always but yeah. what is uh, the percentage of box office for event cinema in the Ooh. UK at the moment? Oh, oh, oh. roughly this year well, <laughs> this no, year is not a no, normal right. year though, averagely 3% 3% that's what but I thought as it I was, always yeah. caveat this with is it's 3% but then actually, if you take it in terms of, you get 130 event cinema releases on a good year, and you also have a limited run, so an average event cinema title run four or five screenings mm -hmm. in one cinema yeah. across averagely 500 locations out of 800, and it's a long-winded way of getting my point across. Oh, did you just pop off? <laughs> no, it was the... The leather seats. Excellent. <laughs> 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 oh, there you go. It was the leather seats uh, confirmed. It was the leather seats. Was making so a very <laughs> serious point there. I know, and I got totally shocked. So when you take all noise. of that in terms of its context, in terms of look, it's limited run. You get 130 screenings. You know, against you know against a Marvel all screens all shows for like at least three weeks. Mm -hmm. It's never gonna have. Massive box office. So three percent of box office in terms of when you look at it in that context. There's also one hundred and thirty screening, one hundred and thirty yeah. releases across four or five screenings, and it's three percent of box office. It's amazing. High yeah, up. If you put yeah, it, it's great. If you put, no, no, yeah. cool. you put cool. it in the context of if someone went to you know Cineworld or Odeon or View or anyone and said. I can increase box office by three percent by doing this. Yeah. yeah, they'd snatch your hand off. That incrementality, absolutely, is insane. Exactly, and there's also and horses for courses. Yes, in that, that expression. Yeah, but it's you know we're I, in before the zombie apocalypse. My event cinema was twenty percent of my yeah. box office. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you know, and there so are a lot of sites like that. Yeah. And that, that do so well on it. And Lynn yeah. Golby as well mm. with Abigail. Yeah. It's just phenomenal what mm. they do there in terms mm. of their events and their potential. But also, you know, and again, one of the things that I really do bang on about lately is the crossover of audiences. You know, for such a long time, you know, we've always siloed the event cinema audiences as being these event cinema purists and they won't go to see anything else. You know, but the data that we've been tracking with media for the last three years. Averagely, you're looking at seventy-six percent crossover. 
Really? Data tracking yes. will do. Movio. Movio, sorry. More broadly, 73%, 76% of them will go see other titles in cinema. So when you're looking at incrementality, if you get those easy people you to, to come back yeah. one more time, one more visit to your cinema, think of your admissions, think of your box office, think of the potential. So actually, it was also instrumental in getting us on our feet again after nice. the pandemic. Yeah, no, yeah. but it absolutely yeah, well, was. Yeah. Because those um, reissues of the NT titles mm -hmm. and things like that were really important. But then you had the likes of Trafalgar releasing, who were putting yeah. out new mm. stuff. They yeah, were yeah. taking a risk. Yeah. Yeah. So without going into any form of detail, because I'll get bored. Okay. <laughs> what's right. been What's been your favourite event cinema event ever? What should, have you? Cause... Oh, well, that's a that's my, a no, so my, no, mine is no, 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 and it totally is. It's the, the curious incident of the dog in the night time. Oh, never heard. Oh, yeah, I've heard of yeah, it. Yeah, so I've never heard of it. No, I've heard of it. So, no, gen genuinely, it was like one of my favourite books. Yeah. And um, I went to see... You're going into detail here. Oh, sorry, should I not? <laughs> no, you can't. I went to see the live yeah, performance yeah. on my 30th birthday, and uh, my seats were shit. And then... Uh, Did the ceiling fall in on you? No, I was just literally behind a pillar. Oh, right. In the rafters. Isn't that the one the ceiling fell in on? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, it was such a beautiful production. And then they brought it to the cinemas. Yeah. And then I got to go see it again. Best yeah. seat in the house. With... Odie and Nacho cheese. Oh, Nacho as, as we've cheese. As we've discovered, it's the best. It's, it's, it's the best. It's the best. It's the best. It's the best. Literally my soft point. But yeah, genuinely, like, I think, yeah, that's probably one of my favourites. But then I also loved, more recently, uh, Trafalgar's when the, uh, Trafalgar when they did Gorillas mm. two or three years ago. That was just... Gorillas? Oh, yeah. didn't do that one. But I really, I really, really loved that as a kind of a concept wow. in terms of how they put I it together. And I love the band. Mm. But we're event cinema sluts and we didn't do that one. Well, I mean, we do everything, but oh, I don't yeah, remember that one. Wow. Do that one. What's your favourite? My favourite, uh, well, in terms of box office, no, oh, uh, personal <laughs> favourite based on. Uh, I really liked. I really liked it when we did things like I like the early NT ones because they were quite challenging. You say but that nobody, like I know what they are. Well, like the kitchen and things mm. like that, which not really anybody came to see very much in those early days. Mm. But I really enjoyed those because it gave me an opportunity to see some from a personal point of view that I hadn't seen before. Um, but I loved, I loved running the audience some years yeah. ago. I loved it because we, we ended up doing it because they were quite, they were a little more relaxed on the encores on that one. So we ended up running it like a film twice a day, mm. filling up twice a day mm. with this event cinema thing. It was for a week. It was amazing. Oh, that's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, well, Lord Helen and Mirren, wasn't it? And My favourite is always Andre. When he oh, goes home, his Andre. homecomings. But that goes He's back to the first. Well, it goes back to the first podcast oh, we ever do. He has excellent hair. Yeah. <laughs> Such lustrous locks. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm a big classical music fan. So, and okay. Just, and you're still a fan of Andre? I still love Andre. <laughs> and Mike, what's him. yours? I've never watched one. Oh, oh get out never of town! Never one. Anything. Really? I started watching one um, when what Nick was, was doing the, the the help desk once, and it was an opera, and I remember thinking. This looks awful. I won't like this. Uh, well, the but color, I, I do really want to watch an opera because I want to have a proper opinion rather than a stupid opinion of one. Uh, uh, because I generally like ballet. 
Oh. But, but don't tell anyone. All right, okay, that's fine. Surely they've done um, the nutcracker. Your Paso Doble is to be. Uh, but I, I do. I like guys. Yeah, I like Bali, but I don't know whether they play any of those. So. I actually, I have to say, I loved Amadeus. I loved that one. I remember that. That Amadeus was fantastic. Amadeus was a really good production. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah. Oh, hold on. There's another right. uh, Frankenstein. Yeah, that did well. Yeah. See, actually, um, just to go back, what we were talking about, whether live versus recorded, is Frankenstein when they do like, um, is it Benedict Cumberbatch? Well, we had two live. No, there were two live ones. Yeah, there was two live ones. But is that not when you should play it live? No, that I mean that 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 one they did keep milking. I have to say they kept <laughs> kept coming back to it, back but to it always well. took money. Yeah. Always yeah. took money, right? But so, so did Flea, so did Fleabag. I mean, Fleabag was when massive, wasn't so when it? I, when I said earlier about how we define event cinema, and then we have a series of encore, and I always say with Fleabag, but when's an encore not an encore? Because Fleabag certainly hit that point of like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, literally yeah, just yeah. playing all the time. But also, it was like an hour show, so it was literally mm. an easy thing so to just slot my, in. Given this is uh, technically a technical podcast, um, my other uh, other question is that events uh, am I ever going to address the fact that you know the color space is wrong for projectors and the uh, you know. Or are we always going to have telly on on events? Well, anymore? it's not if it's a uh, if it's not a live one. No, it's no, no, because the DCP, right? Exactly. Okay, yeah, good point. <laughs> so, yeah. Imagine if there was a imagine bunch of, if that that would yeah. come up with some <laughs> some test kind materials. of test material that, or calibration material. Even. Calibration material. You could actually people. set it up on your projector. <laughs> I don't think you can. Can you change the colors? Can you change the color space? In the yes, projector? you can. You can. Yeah. Okay. Because so why don't we have that? Because event cinema isn't DCI. Ah. So you right. can change the color space, and you can change the color space on a particular channel that you can create on your projector well then we should be absolutely that can doing make that. sure that it looks bang on so i mean it's a bit of a slippery like slope but right as long as you've got the right test materials ah which we Where don't have with one fine <laughs> well maybe in <laughs> narnia, narnia but i just love to look Middle like Earth. i'd love it if my blacks didn't look like they've been through the washing machine 27 times well, that would that's be fantastic just the kind of projectors you buy no but, come on but there's a test film yeah. being created by the ctc is there yeah yeah. There is. This there is amazing is. news. Um, so I don't know much about it. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, <Great>. yeah. <laughs> but it is being made by some very, very smart people, uh, and it's coming in February twenty-two. So this will be so outside of DCI. Elves, this, this will be outside of DCI. Uh, well, as is all but event. Presumably, all, we're allowed to be outside of DCI. We are allowed to be outside of DCI cinema. because event cinema. Because and it's, it's my a, bloody projector, and I'll space. do with it what I like. It's Rec Seven O Nine color space, as far as right. I'm aware. Okay, that's so, really good I news. Mean, I, don't, actually. I don't think it necessarily needs to be completely different, but it would be good no, to no, have something that has right. been attuned to right. a broadcast material quality. Yeah, yeah. it and doesn't look right. This, you know, everything from sound to picture quality and to the sound is another thing. And sync as well. Sync is really that took me a while. And you know, the guys. I've been working so hard on it to make sure that they get it particularly right. You know, and even from an exhibitor point of view, but also from the distributor point of view, 
it really kind of sells it in to be like, look, guys, it's five minutes in life. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know. I'd love it. Put it on, sync it all, and you can. I'm quite excited by this news, I have to say. Can you tell? Did you not know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we've got a a test piece, test footage that we're going to use, test content. Okay. Um, this has been is, a long time coming. Yeah, and yeah. the CTC are creating it, and it's going to be really wow. good. And um, only I was a member. Oh, I am. I'm sure you'll be able I'm to download it from the website. the ECA yeah. as well so, with the CTC. Uh, yeah. So download it from okay. the website in February 22. So, so the DCP then is is altered and um, um, you know made compatible. Oh, yeah. I would imagine so. I would imagine it's been mastered specifically. Yeah. For no. DCP, this is this is specifically so. for live broadcasters yeah. events. This is yeah. what this has been created for. Yeah. yeah. The, so. the DCP would be mastered as a normal DCP as would. It, right. So it goes through okay. house and right. we definitely okay. hope so. Yeah. yeah, you would hope so. Yeah. So, um, manufacturer parts and global shortages. No link. Oh. Just thought we'd, you know, put it out there because seems to be a big issue in the world. I suppose um, it's a big issue if you're kitting a lot of cinemas out. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. or. If you've just bought a new one. Yeah. Just bought a new one. Oh, I have. <laughs> how, do you, how does one plan for that? How do you feel about this? Well. This is a therapy session. I've been actually pretty well supplied, so. Um, oh, you are. Oh, matron. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think I've got to wait. I've got some new projectors, and I've got to wait about eight to ten weeks. I don't think that oh, was too bad. Oh, that's nothing. I know. It's nothing. So what are you, in, what are you encountering? Well, it's not, it's not me. It, well, no? it is me, but it's not yeah. just me. Many people, not right. just me. No, no, I it's not just that. me at all. No, okay. I don't think it's just <laughs> mine. I don't think it's just. I don't mine. think it's just. I think mine. Just trying to make that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I mean is that it's not just me. So the rumours of twenty weeks for a Dolby nine fifty is that is that, is that is that a thing? Is that a thing? Yes. Wow. Very true. But it's not just Dolby. It's it's everyone. Everyone's right. either you know it's the it's the global shortage of chips. Um, and if you, a lot of people have stuff on the shelf. Yes. And that's fine because some things will be in demand and some things won't be in quite so demand. Right. But there'll be things that are a lot in demand and probably more so in demand because of COVID and because of the fact that we've shut down and had a lot of things switched off for a long time that are no longer working as yeah. well as they used to work um, and therefore might need replacing it ahead of the fact so, you know, now that we're starting to become into a position where we have to start replacing a lot of equipment anyway, because it's been, what, 10, 11 years since the digital transition. Oh, okay. Um, it's kind of become this perfect storm of mm. But what can we do? There's nothing we can do. Well, no, there's nothing, nothing anyone can do. can do other than predict it and, and Ooh, put orders no. in early. Not and Don't assume... That you can put an order in, and you know, like it's going to be there next day on Amazon Prime. Yeah. So I was just about to say, Mike. So as someone who has no idea what lead times would be, so in a normal world, so if mm. I was I, I was Kev here with the cinema, and I'm like, right, I'm going to put an e-screen in. A normal lead time would be how long? About three, four weeks. Three, four weeks, oh, and right. now we're looking at Tops. twelve weeks. Yeah. For or, a screen, and the rest. Yeah. Or For 20, a screen. Oh well, a screen. A screen you can get nothing. almost immediately. Oh, a, 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 what, what Hark was doing? Yeah. Well, 
Harkness and there are other <laughs> manufacturers. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. But let's use Harkness as an example. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's generally, uh, generally, around, <laughs> I mean, we're not the BBC, but um, you know, it's generally between two <laughs> to four weeks, depending on where you are in the country. And it's not necessarily the manufacturing of the screen; it's also the delivery, because delivery times have become crazy because yeah. of shipping containers and they all of those issues, and the fact that, and, yeah. and not just the time, but also the cost. Yeah, I'm having this up. issue in Uckfield with seats. I'm thinking of putting some, and they're saying to me, "Well, if you do want these seats, we're talking three months." Exactly, because yeah. it's a because global market. It's you know, got to go buy via them from down the road. But that's, you know, and that's what I was thinking in terms of like. In a normal world, like you know, pre-COVID, you know, I think exhibitors who want to mm. upgrade or refurbish or make any kind of changes, yes, need to kind of factor this in. Well, they've got to think like, about it ahead of time, so. big time, and they've got to contact whoever they need to purchase from and say, "Look, you're already lead times because even mm. way that's massively important. In it terms is hugely of important. Like, okay, I may think in my head it's four weeks, mm. but." It could be three months. It could be. It could be longer. It could be 20 that weeks. That kind of forward planning is, is quite significant. Mm. But that's massive. so out of our control, isn't it? That's it is. Thing. But again, you have to factor it in. You have yeah. to plan for it. And it's out of your control, but also you can't expect. But I I've want now it now. To, Yeah, exactly that. But that's I was an obnoxious <laughs> child. Really? Yeah, I wanted yeah. everything now. Yeah. Growing <laughs> up in cinema, I wanted everything. I want it now. Mm. I'm like, just, why can't you make why it happen? Why can't you make it happen? No, but I it's, it's, a, it's a really serious issue because, no, of course. It's, because it's about fundamental equipment that you yeah. need yeah. to put films on screen. Whether it's a screen, whether it's a server, mm. whether it's a sound processor, you know, whether it's anything that is fundamental because that we, we really do generally take for granted the sound and projection equipment. Yeah. Uh, okay, and here's another well, question. Sorry, I'm taking your job, Mike. You mean, how, you know, do exhibitors know what the lifespan oh, of their equipment is? That's no. a good Well, there question. isn't one. That's there isn't a, really a lifespan because... But, but also, like, do you know what I mean? If, if, oh, if, their, sound, question. if their sound processor goes... Mm-hmm. And then they're like, right, okay, oh, I want to order a new one. Quick question. And then you're like, oh, it's yeah. three months. Quick question on okay. that. Do you think that there should be some sort of like priority order? So say someone's putting an order for a new processor, but their current processor already works. Should they be gazumped by someone yes. then has no sound processor? Yes. Because yeah. I feel like that should be a thing, but I feel like that wouldn't be acceptable to most exhibitors. Yeah, <laughs> no. That's a good point. I, you know, I be mayhem, but but, also, I just, but also you're thinking of a well, I'm thinking hierarchical of, it, of needs. Well, yeah, I'm thinking of it like if, if we look at it in terms of the NHS in the UK, yeah. on ambulance service, Yes, no. Yeah. you phone for an ambulance it. and then it puts you in a queue and if you are not dying, it will put someone who phones after you Yes, but then also, Tony, how do you measure that? Is it on your admissions? Is it on your box? No, well, no, no, I think no, it's no. It's if you can't can run, you can you literally can not you run open? your screen? Yeah, no, no, yeah. I think that's a good point because actually I've had a similar experience. I think very, I, very I, now. I can't speak for any particular manufacturer, but I reckon I would be very, very surprised if you rang a manufacturer and said I am off screen. Mm. Yes, that they wouldn't be able to get you something quickly. Well, and that's they would true. Potentially. So, yeah. bump another order that wasn't I as have had Okay, so another question. Are they being transparent about those lead times? Does it matter? Um, yeah, they are. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so as an exhibitor, I would say. But but you're different in terms of you've got multiple sites across multiple territories. Yeah. So therefore, you know. Mm -hmm. Whereas, say, Cat Kevin, me and my two two counters, I've doubled doubled my mistake. You're an ask on need. Does make me sure. You're an ask on need. Whereas you're you're a kind of always got. Yeah, I mean, I have to say, actually, I've been helped out a lot here in the last few weeks. But equally, you're opening a new site. Yeah, but what I mean is I had a processor that was dead, and actually the lead time on the replacement was stupid, but actually I was helped out and had one off the shelf, so... Yeah, you know, which is probably ultimately what would happen. Well, ultimately, yeah. well, you'd I hope think, so, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think it would. I do think the industry is helping each other out. I think so. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, mostly, mostly. So, everyone, if you have any problems, contact my contact, Bradbury because yeah, he's oh, probably no. has something on the shelf to sell. Oh God, no! He's, he's, he's up on lead, lead times. I'm, I'm actually resurrecting 35 millimeter here. Would Woo-hoo! you believe? You are. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Well, of course you are. I'm You've got a reason yeah. to. I'm, I'm looking for the bar. Yeah. You've got a basement. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I'd forgotten the porn angle. <laughs> yeah, of course you've forgotten um, that. If you ever yeah. need a yeah, projectionist, projectionist for free. Projectionist for free on you, the porn. You yeah. let me know. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, and that's uh, that's interesting because you've got to, f- now you for that, you've got to find kit in all sorts of weird places, mm. which is really good fun. Because mm. I put loads of it on the skip and now I really regret that I put it on the skip. So, you know, anyway, there you go. We'll make it work. So generally, equipment is scarce mm. at the moment and people really do need to think about it in advance. Yeah, uh, that should in, improve. In general, I mean, obviously some manufacturers will have certain things and I'm talking about equipment, not necessarily, you know, screens. <laughs> um, but so. the, 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 the question, how long does equipment last, is just a really fascinating one. Oh, it is. Actually, that's actually a really good yeah. point. Because um, it just doesn't, you know, I mean, I, I grew up with film. Surely it's how good film. you maintain it. Oh, in the Irish way. Yeah, the film. The film. I always say the film. Film. And, you know, we expected equipment to last for, I mean, I know this is an old, hoary old subject, but, you know, we expected, well, it, it, in fact, it would never go away because as long as you serviced it and you know oiled it, it yeah. looked after it it would go forever but this is not the case is it with digital in the same way so and do you think enough exhibitors know I think so oh, well, I think so I mean because we've had you know we'll never get a VPF again will we I don't think that's ever oh, going to happen God, I hope not I asked no. this question the other night and everyone went no <laughs> <laughs> So now it's down to us. I mean, I'm on my... Virtual porn fee. Virtual porn oh, fee. That's oh great gosh. news. What a brilliant <laughs> idea. Kev, if only we yeah, had that material. If only we had porn. Isn't that just paper? Yeah, fine. I don't know. I mean, I'm on... Yeah, well, because we're now all moving to laser, aren't we, I suppose? so. Don't oh. even get me started. No, don't laser. get me started on the laser. So is this equipment going to last long? Yeah, uh, which equipment? <laughs> equipment we got now i don't know nobody actually knows no well the thing is in my opinion it's lasted longer than it probably Mm. was thought 
it just seems bizarre to me as someone who grew up with film Film, well, it, that's it. It's, it, you know, like thirty-five mil lasted what? Forever, m- forever. And and you would, you know, I remember bloody holding things together with an elastic band yeah. to make the show go on. Yeah. Whereas that's just not a thing anymore. Mm. Um, but you're totally right. And technology is advancing so quickly. And I was actually speaking to my, I always speak up my mum in these. Um, right. But I was speaking to my mum today about her laptop and how the processor can't really keep up uh, with what she's trying to do at the moment. She can't quite understand. Because her laptop's quite new. She bought her laptop about nine years ago. Mm. And in the grand scheme of things, that is quite new to her. You know, it's, it's an expensive purchase uh, and she expects it to work now. But it doesn't because technology moves so quickly. So you're absolutely right in that we are surprised that all of this equipment yeah. still works now. And how long have we still got left? But I think they're just so bloody well made that we've probably got a little bit longer. I agree. And that go. was a DCI... specification which is this equipment needs to be made to last yeah it was such an expensive does need to make because it was replacing 35 mil equipment which was you know went forever and a day as long as the parts are available and even though this isn't necessarily a topic we were normally going to bring up but it does bring up the issue that we've been bringing up recently around sustainability and availability of parts because i know we've been talking about availability of parts and equipment with lead times and covid and chips and things like that but availability of parts for existing equipment and new equipment going forward is a real issue in the industry because we need to be making sure that we've got these parts for a long time yeah um in order to make sure that the equipment we're buying now is sustainable yeah so um, where does that sit with laser then would we consider lasers a sustainable thing well that's a, a hell of a good question we don't know we don't, we know. don't know yet. and and the the, the 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 problem with laser is it is it's almost like the old <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this the old prism right. you know mm. one of the reasons <laughs> that we had a, an expensive original warrant extended warranty with the projectors was because no one really knew how long the prisms were going to last and okay. that was the most expensive part of the projector yeah. right uh, so everyone was like well, we don't really know well, it's a new technology we don't know if it's going to last five years ten years fifteen years or forever. We just don't know. They, they could be failing left, right, and center. So they priced their um, extended warranties accordingly to try and cover us mm. and them. Right. Um, because no one wanted to be out of pocket with it. Um, but now everyone knows more about the prisms and they're reasonably confident that they last quite a long time. They're pretty yeah. good bit of kit. Um, the new prism is the laser light source mm. because now we're we're in a position where we no longer know how long that's going to last. We've got predictions based on extrapolation and things like that and, and but science. But no actual real-world no real world data no, because the only no. way you can get real-world data is if you actually run it for yeah. that long. Yeah. We're going to be old and by the time we get it. We yeah, hope so exactly. anyway. Yeah. So, I hope it's not in two years. Yeah. I hope I'm old and warty when the yeah. laser projectors start to die. Yeah. Exactly. So we need to understand, you know, how is how is that going to be guaranteed how are we going to last well, is well, the guaranteed thing last? which we talked about on the last podcast yeah exactly is a real genuine uh, concern isn't it it is if you go in with laser and you need to make sure you've got a you've got your late light source warranted or, or you've got some comfort that if it doesn't last as long as it says it's supposed to last that you've got some comeback on it mm. 
is but broadly speaking, do we think laser is a more sustainable product than the Zenon or lamp-based projector? Well, there's, there's pros and cons. It's definitely less energy. Yeah. It's more environmentally friendly, which is yeah. obviously a good Plus. thing. Yeah. Um, the pr projectors, by default, therefore, use less energy. Another great plus. The the light is is less um, unstable, or it's more stable. Um, yeah. So therefore, you're not going to get all these. I mean, I used to say that projection light is dancing like a ballerina on site because yeah. it used to be really unstable because it was towards the end of its life yeah. and it was awful. And you see, so you're not going to get that. We we just um, used to call it flicker. Well, yeah. Flicker, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we used to call it. Yeah, but carry on, carry on. We used to call it flicker as well, but yeah. you know, it's like that light's dancing like a ballerina. Get it off. So you do um, like ballet, though. Man. I do like <laughs> ballet. He does. He does. He does. Yeah. But keep it quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I particularly like the bolero one. Do you? I do. Bolero. <laughs> which, which anyone in my family will rag the piss <laughs> for, for saying that. Um, but I do rag the but I do genuinely love that. I mean if you've never seen it watch it on YouTube Bolero Fifth, about 15 minutes long what you mean the Torben and Dean you mean no 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 oh no, right no. okay no not that one it's the same music but it's I, it a is, ballet yeah. no no I know exactly what you mean that is yeah. put to the Ravel Ravel's Bolero Ravel's and it Bolero. is Amazing, genuinely amazing. Always makes me think of the film Ten, but I, I can't imagine yeah. anyone here is old enough yeah. to remember that. No. Yeah, it does. I remember yeah. it. Um, <laughs> I remember Bo Derek on the beach. <laughs> but laser light is, you know, the tell. new prison. No, you won't. Well, I, I, I would like to know, yeah. which we probably don't know the answer to actually, but the actual production of laser projectors. Mm -hmm. So it's all well and good saying that the light is more, you know, it uses oh, yeah. less energy, it's more sustainable, blah, 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 blah. But actually the production of a new projector, how is that going to impact our environment when we could probably just maintain what we've got and have a... Right. You know, That's like, how, what's question. the payoff? What's the balance? Yeah, yeah. What, how does it weigh up? No, we don't know, I suppose. You said that in a more not, not, articulate not, way than I yeah. could have It's not information now. we have to hand, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the other thing is, is that not all lasers are created equally. You know, there's lots of different laser types of technology. You know, there's laser phosphor, there's, there's RGB laser. And then there's phosphor. There's, there's with a sprinkling of RGB. There's, there's laser phosphor yeah. plus <laughs> with sprinkling of RGB and phosphor and oh, some he's pixie lost dust. It now. RGB plus, which oh, is basically does. phosphor. Yeah. There's, there's all manner of different types of laser, like and they're not laser. all the same. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, it's really important, and I did try to explain this at the UK Cinema Association thing, uh, about four, year, four or five years ago. Um, and it's not all created equal. It's all different. And just saying laser projection again, means nothing. But again, you know, okay, so how, you, so, yeah. so for an exhibitor, digital how do they know what they're buying? They listen to this podcast. They need to seek as, advice as from independent people. There's a lot of misinformation a word. Yes, yep. you're allowed that one. Excellent. <laughs> like, yeah. Absolutely a, a word. But you know, there's a lot of misinformation out there. And I feel a lot of exhibitors just. I don't know whether it's... Are coaxed into... Ooh, yeah. Who bangs the loudest drum? I don't know whether it's misinformation. I just think that it's 
good marketing spiel. Mm. Uh, and it's not a marketing well, that's spiel. That's a great is, way of putting it. It's not well necessarily done. misinformation. I can I rewind and say that? <laughs> yeah. um, it's not misinformation. Um, and there's a lot of you know, spiel. Don't get me wrong. I know, I know all of the, the marketeers of all of the projection manufacturers, and I like them all. I genuinely like them all. Like but all of them, them all. have got good but products. They, but they've all got good products. They've all got a job to do. But then all... it's a case of this is what my product delivers. Yes, exactly. And I think most of them do a good job at doing that. Um, but like all marketeers, they generally tend to not focus on any negatives. Mm. No, no one does because that's not the exactly. That's not their job. And, yeah. and you that's need a job. balanced approach. Yeah. You need a balanced. An you know, view on things, impartial yeah. wow. advice. So where do we that get is, that from? Well, that oh, is where you can come body. to places <laughs> like the CTC. Wow, you well, can that's come interesting to one. All, all manner of, the, there's lots that of shit. people that yeah. you can go to. You can speak ECA, to people who might know. KCA. <laughs> you know, I, I get asked all the time. Um, you know what? What, 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 what do you think of this and what do you think of but that? It's tough, it, and it's tough for an exhibitor to feel like. Okay, I'm going to hand over all of this cash. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And. Well, because. Yeah. You can't. I mean, sound is a good example. Because you can't demo it. No, 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 no. And you really want to be able to demo it. Massive thing. Yeah. But you can't. Because it's. You can't take your screen. You know, you can't put your different speakers in and you can't. It's just too difficult to demo. Well, some exhibitors will have that privilege because of their size. Yeah. But some won't. No, me basically yeah but yeah. what but what i would try and what i would try and do in your position yeah is i would try and demand that they I, i'll put them in and if i like them i'll keep them and if i don't like them you'll take them out for me mm. and then yeah, okay. that way you can if, if they genuinely believe that you'll love them yeah. you'll do it okay because it's That's like a it's it's a Effort. You know, standing behind their product. Yeah, yeah it's, it's absolutely no, you're right. That's a really good selling point. And yeah. it's a lot of and money. I, I, I would it? buy into that. Yeah, mm. like as someone. If that, if I was selling speakers and I genuinely believed in my product, you, you, I would you, say, look, I'm going to kick you out, and if you don't like doing. it, I'll take it out for free, and you can go put wherever you want it. But I thought Atmos were quite good at doing that. Did they do is, that? Is it? But yeah, I they think, put it in yeah. to, to try it out. Wow. <laughs> well, that must. Really no, but they were never. No, I think they're very no, no. But I think I thought they were very good at demonstrating the abilities. Oh right, they yeah. Do, yeah, yeah. They do. They do. They do. Yeah. They sell it well. A good a good logo will sell any sound position. Yeah. Uh, sound, sound system. system. So, um, non-sync music. I I heard the other day that apparently it's not that good. Uh, well, I'm for it myself. I have no, a song no, 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 for I'm it. for it. Yeah. I just think that um, there was a few people tweeting and texting uh, and yeah, that saying yeah. um, that it wasn't on. And why is it so bad? Not not so much. Well, there's two things. I it's suppose. inconsistent. There's a bad non-sync, 
as in but first of all yeah. can we just explain what non-sync is okay non-sync is the music what i mean uh is the music that you hear in the auditorium before the film starts yes we know foyer. that we know that you're never ever there before no. the film starts well but at the some end... people are some people or at the end yeah <laughs> some people are especially on but, the first show yeah i think um you know non-sync is uh, to me it's always been really important and actually uh even for the handful of people that are um uh, in the theatre before the advert starts, say it, it lifts the atmosphere, doesn't it? It does. It lifts the atmosphere. Absolutely lifts the atmosphere. You know, it's like a restaurant that's not got a verbal music. Well, oh, I, I, like a I restaurant. Think, I think yeah. you might be overselling the non-sync. Do you think so? I don't think oh, it I'm not saying that it, you, you walk into the cinema and you go, hey, let's have a boogie. No, you know no, I mean? no, because no, 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 no. That's uplifting. You want an you, atmosphere. No, what you want yeah. is you don't want no atmosphere. No atmosphere. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no atmosphere. So the equivalent of no atmosphere is no music. Yeah. Right? Anything beyond that is got to pay for. It's can it's I actually, can I can yeah. I tell you yeah, what? You got like any other thing beyond no music to whatever music you're paying for. Can I, yeah, but can I I so back in the day, back in my heyday when I was an in ex- exhibition as it were, in the projection box, we had 12 screens and every single week we would tailor the non-sync music for the movie that was going Whoa, to be showing. Or, and if it was sharing a screen, then we would have two separate pr- playlists. Wow. That's impressive. That but, is but impressive. But we cared. I'd go to your Yeah, cinema. yeah, yeah. No, that's but actually, that. it was Mike's cinema. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, well, I mean, it wasn't nothing to do with me. No. <laughs> but, but that's what we did. And we had a great manager at the time, uh, a great chief. And the team like fully bought into it, and we all loved music, and we all loved films. So we made sure that the music that was on the non sync as yeah. you walked in and as you left, yeah, matched was the relevant. film. Yeah, and I love that, and, and especially with like the advent of cheap sort of uh, MP3 players. So we had Apple shuffles essentially for most of them, or we would have you know if the CD players hadn't broken by that, by that point, we would have specific CDs that we'd burn for each. Right. Legally, yeah, legally, I'm sure it was entirely uh, legal, yeah. <laughs> for each particular like screen. It was just a part of the job that we could really get involved in, and and we just all loved it. It builds the atmosphere, though, doesn't yeah. it? No, but it's and also it the... and as and as the staff are also cleaning the screens, by the way, oh, right. that was amazing. Okay. Yeah. You needed that music to get you by because it's not the most pleasant job cleaning up popcorn after people that have left it all over the floor. Yeah. So it is so important for, on a various levels. It is so important. Oh no, I'm totally with you. Like I'm a total music person. Music completely puts me in the zone for anything that I do. So like going in and like having music playing, that's a big it's that's important. a big that's important. it is important. I hate to say this, but it's bigger for me than the ads. Uh, no, don't say that. <gasps> Are you crazy? Just in case you didn't hear, Grania just said uh, the music bigger. is bigger than the ads. Uh. And some of us might agree. Well but it's that <laughs> really whole sorry. thing about we've spoken Many times of it's the you know it's those little little incremental things that add it's to the, the touches, experience. Yeah. So on its own, yeah. 
you take it away uh, whatever but actually you know and all those things add up to the whole experience of going mm-hmm. to the cinema yes Kevin can yeah. I ask you, do you yeah you know you just taking your Upfield site yeah as an example mm-hmm. do you have a central music system that pipes it out into all rooms or do you have one for each room uh, I've got a slightly overcomplicated system in that I've got a computer in each theatre and I've got a NAS drive that has all the music on it so I use the Windows music player mm-hmm. which then plays it so they're not, it's not the same in each theatre but it is the same in each theatre it's just each it one is on shuffle and random yeah. and so you're not necessarily tailoring it per uh, room. I, we do from time to time. I mean, we had a Bond playlist, obviously. For yeah, if it's a time. specific franchise or something Occasionally like that, generally, yeah, generally we do. Yeah, generally we do. But it's not Mantovani's rippling strings. I have all of, um, <laughs> you know, I, I have... Um, they're, all, they're all really cracking soundtrack stuff. Yeah. yeah. And no vocals, which is always the rule I was taught. You can't have vocals in a cinema. No, was, of course you can. Well, that, no, no, when well, I was taught, that was considered that, 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 that a really was a bad thing. I was going to Divide, ask. Dividing question. That was yeah. a question I was going to ask, because I'm with you, Kevin. I think it should yeah. always be instrumental in the auditorium, yeah. but maybe songs in the foyer. Right, okay. Um, mm. And and not, you shouldn't mix them, but right. that's just me. Yeah, we were all... Uh, well, okay, so very, well, I, mean, did, I was taught I think, a long oh. time ago, and... No vocals on the non-sync because yeah. that's that's a no-no. Yeah. And the other thing was in intervals when you had an interval in like big films, mm. no non-sync. <gasps> you weren't allowed non-sync in the interval. Really? No. I, no, I think. Oh, I agree see, with I disagree. Yeah. No, well, I no agree. because it's part of the you you're you're taking a pause in yes. the film no. and you can't add any other atmosphere to yeah. it. Yeah, no, no, but you yeah. should no, almost you yeah. should almost That's interesting. you yeah. should almost replay. No, if you were showing Lawrence of Arabia time. or you were showing Doctor Zhivago yeah, in the you interval, replay to build no, the no, silence, silence, silence. But is there any psychology in that? I it think was, there is. Yeah, no, it's a continuation. Processing, processing psychology. It's a continuation. Yeah, and, and the only music that came on was the well, overture for the second half. psychology, which is to replay. Yeah, but you had the overture for the second half, which is on the film. On the film. Uh, nice. <laughs> film. Nice. And, and, but no, that was, I remember we, we had a cinema in Bristol and I went in there and they were showing, what were we showing? Dances with Wolves, which actually didn't have an official interval in it, but it had an interval in it. Really? And they were, no, I wonder how the director felt about that. Kev, this comes back to horses for courses. Yeah, well, it does. Well, but we'll do inter- were... intermissions on another podcast. Well, no, but that, but okay, so but that's a whole other thing. This is because it was on a tower, yeah, and it was two hour, three hours, and so whatever. it was an enforced one. Well, because you couldn't get you couldn't get the whole film on a spool. Yeah, so it was enforced. So you had to have an interval in it, and um, and they were playing non-sync in the interval, and then he had a cow. <laughs> I went, what are you doing? Well, we're just playing, we're playing the old, playing the old music, are we? Like, what are you doing? No, you're not. <laughs> it's the interval. You got to play music in the interval. Are you mad? Yeah. You know that's how I was taught. So non-sync music. What we're, are we basically saying that? Uh, for music, it. music. Oh, obviously, we're for it. Yeah. For it and look it. after it. Make yeah. sure that it's do running it. and make do sure it that it's well. working. And know, do your it. Product, yeah, know your audience. Make sure it's working. Make but sure you, it's working. You were, you were talking about whether you should have vocals in screen yeah. or not. I think, so I remember 
I've got two anecdotes for you, both of which you can edit out if you like. Right. But the first one is we did uh, when Juno came out. So we got delivered the soundtrack. So we popped on the soundtrack for the non-sync, and then we realised it was the Mouldy Peaches who effed yeah. lied throughout oh, the entirety of the time. Oh, that's the interesting. Peaches. No, 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 it, no. no it's, it's like you're so sweet. Anyway, they're yeah. just full of the f bomb. Um, so after about three screenings, we hadn't had any complaints at all. Oh. However, we did notice and had to retract yeah, that, and we created our. It was unacceptable. Thank you, by the way, studio that sent that to us to play in our cinema. Oh really? Um, oh, that's funny. But in the main auditorium, so prior to becoming a projectionist, I worked on the Ben and Jerry's counter primarily and box office, and um, the one like song that I remember like from my glory days of that job which I love dearly is Tom Petty Free Falling which is about oh, nine minutes long song. and that is exactly how long it used to take me to clean that Ben and Jerry's counter oh, nine minutes of Tom Petty and we would sing and it was beautiful oh, so non-sync cool. is important is not important? only for the for yeah. the paying customer it's, it's also very important for the, the, staff, the, yeah. the people that the work staff, there yeah. and it creates such memories and you know it, you bond over music no, with you your do. teammates I agree. You do, you really do. I agree so it is really important point, and we should keep it yeah I agree the oh. end okay. the end <laughs> and it's a great point Really and actually, great. there's no excuse now because when I first started, at the risk of sounding old and warty again, it was a it was a turntable. We had uh, Burt Kempfert swinging safari, and uh, you need to mix that into the podcast. Mix in swinging safari, Burt Kempfert. Just a wild card here. Do you think that if our wonderful cinema goers enjoyed the non sync version so much, they would then encourage the adverse to be mixed properly? <laughs> Sorry, the adverts the adverts not to be to, mixed properly. Yeah, adverts. Yeah, that's well, a, that's a that's whole a other subject, that, that, isn't that, it? That is a whole other podcast. Yeah, it really is. Because <laughs> we have to run the, we have to run the adverts on four. <gasps> four. Yeah, because they're too. Well, no, because they're they're, 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 they're created for broadcast, not yeah. for cinema. Yeah. Well, that's In fact, that's an interesting thing. Actually, Bronnie is here and a little bit. A little bit tipsy, but Excellent. one of the great one of the things we had this weekend, which actually I'd like to ask about, oh God. Uh, yes. is we had this uh, a is missive this a digression. No. no, no, it's not actually. We had a missive no, from Trafalgar to about, to uh, about Andre Rieu, and they were Good suggesting that we check the sound on the first live before yeah. the first performance, and that probably we should run it on four or five. Oh, is. What? Yeah. what you come say? on! What are you saying mm. to me? That's an that, well, that, No, that's a catch-all because that'll be that is like the medium point. Um, four. It's, no, 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 yeah. Well, it didn't. It didn't. Did it say that specifically, hey, it did, or yeah. did it say? Absolutely did. Or yeah, did it say did. you might 
No, it you says, might think that you should perhaps um, possibly no, run it at. No, it didn't clear. say run it at four and a half. No, no it's 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 clear. Clear. is that take into consideration? It was the recommend. It was the recommended sound level but for the it. But the point being, point being that um, we've got too many variables here. Yeah, yeah no, uh, and it is, and I suppose it's the fact that. Andre was pre-recorded. Yeah. And I suppose with them, as they record it, you yeah. know, it could have been a higher sound level. So but then, it's going to cinemas, so should it not be at the cinema level? Yeah, it should. Point? Yeah, so no, it should be at the cinema. What is the uh, cinema level? Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. No, no, genuine question. Genuine question. No thoughts. <laughs> cinema yeah. sound level, standard. Kevin. Seven. Tony. I, I probably used to play at 5.5. What? Uh, Mike. It, it, probably about Seven. six and a half. Six and a half, six right? Out. Well, actually, all right. We're being really specific. That My AP20s, I run at 6.7. I That's think it, really well, angle, it, it I depends know, there you go. entirely no, on your screen. It depends entirely on how it's yeah, been but it set shouldn't. up. That's the point. No, no, no. I know yeah. it doesn't, it's, but it yeah. does. But it, it shouldn't, but it does. It does. How, it, can, how can you master a DCP for in a room that's like perhaps this size, which I I don't know dimensions of, but a room that this is this size and then play it back at the same volume yeah. as it but is in a tiny. The whole point of the system is that so it's I, recorded. I, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. then. But okay, so I've been in the cinema screen in Germany. Yes. And it was literally excruciatingly loud, and they were like, "It's only four. and I was like, "What? This well, is only four? Systems up the so yeah. that's the next Zoom. thing. Like the integrator sure. needs to make sure that there's a standardised, yeah. and there should be, and there is. There is. There is there's so much disparity. So there how? Be. That's so the whole point yeah, of the system. We know that. We know that. So the DCPs are mastered at a certain level for a reason. Yeah. The screens, sh uh, the the sound system in the screen should be mar like yeah. set up. To, yeah. But it should doesn't work. There is disparity. Yeah. So we need to do research as to why there is disparity. Right. And that's also, do you not point. think with Andre? We are definitely in the recorded now. at yeah. a higher level, and then they're thinking, okay, so four five is a safe sound yeah, but, level. So, okay, but then you, so, should, you should be able to put it in audio post and yeah, so work my, that yeah. out. So my question See, is, I don't is it not what mastered? But, no, but no one knows. No, no, like none of us know enough about it. Myself I don't included. Know what that means, it yeah. basically means. That well no I can't even begin to mm. like, I'm just gonna sound like an absolute idiot if I try. So and this is where we have a massive lack in knowledge and this is where we need to improve it. We need to know more about what happens between recording, yeah, post production for live events and indeed films, and yeah, especially yeah. in terms of audio because people are scared of audio because you visual you, they get complaints. You'd, well, no, it's not just that. It's just audio is more complex. I find that audio is more complex. And it is in every single area in which I've ever worked. Like, audio is just more difficult to comprehend. I don't know if it's but because it also, we, like, can't also, see it. Or, like, I don't for me, know, but, personally, it's the thing that can really, really... It makes or breaks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah abs absolutely. It makes or breaks my experience. Well, that is more, more so than the visual quality. Yeah, and that's why you've just spoken about non-sync yeah. for 20 minutes, because yeah. it matters. And and, and, as, but, and equally, as we're going back to like live transmission, you know, some of the things that we found is that 
you know, broadcasting standards are different to cinema standards. Of course they are. So you get this, you can sometimes get yeah. a disparity because when between... You, because when you broadcast, it's going to be played back. Like, I, I know technology is obviously changing in the home also, but largely it's played back through a, a 2.0 yeah. stereo sound system. Yeah. So you have to play it louder for all of those channels to actually be heard. Whereas in a cinema, it needs to be mastered differently and you need to look at the audio in a different way or listen and the to the audio play if, like, that. If, yeah. if the recommendation is going to be that you play it at 4.5... Well, it, Surely you have to question uh, it, whether the whether it's been mastered, mastered correctly. Yeah, which would absolutely. suggest it would suggest it hasn't. But then it all then it goes to budget, and, it, and then it goes to how much money and time are you willing to invest? If you have got a willing and able audience that are going to come and watch it anyway, then really, why would you give a damn? But from mm. a which is obviously not my point of view, uh, yeah. but I also don't work in events anymore. Um, but then. So you, so you think of it in a, a money point of view, or you can look at it in a presentation point of view. And I actually get on very well with some people at Trafalgar, so I yeah. would never want to upset mm -hmm. them um, at all. But then it, it comes to also the fact that they've pushed out so much content and perhaps they haven't had time just to do that yeah. little bit of... But then, but then no, but to, to take it back, like when you look at the... How how varied the output is. So you know, you say it depends on the feed. Piece of magic person. says four point like four or five sound level. Yeah, but you know, know, and then I've been in cinema screens, and I'm like, what the hell is this? And they're like, yeah. this is a five, and I'm like. That's so deafening for a five. Yeah, it might, it might be, so do you know what I mean? Like, so, so there, you, there's if you're playing stuff at four or four and a half or five, then. Something's not right. Something's, something's, not, something's not, not right. right. And therefore, you need to rehearse it yes. and say, okay, this is where I think it should be played at because yes. this is too yeah. loud, yes. this is too yes. quiet. Because yes. four and a half is not a recommended sound level. No, it's, no. Really it's not, not, it's not the problem. It's really recommended not. sound level. Ignore the for just a moment. But yeah. when if, if you take the time to rehearse that movie or that recorded live content in your cinema and you were in a... 300 screen cinema and you were the only person in there and you say it's too loud then fill it and yeah, listen is, to it again that, yeah. Yeah, 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 and then it's that, yeah, and then yeah. it's too quiet so it is one of those things where you literally need your floor staff if they <coughs> exist you need your floor staff to go in to know what it should sound like it's it's a it's a team it's a team process okay so what do what 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 do we have in 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 the respects of sound standards, it's completely subjective. Like, in, on an exhibitor level, on an exhibitor level, I think it's subjective as to what your audience needs to who's there. Obviously, the process above that is not subjective at all. It's very scientific. But when you get to the actual site itself, I find that it is subjective. But um, when I say like standards, it's not a blanket because well, as no, we but know, it's supposed to no, be a blanket is, standard. Yeah, it is. That's what it's set up for. Yeah, it's but calibrated it, specifically, specifically to specific at level seven to level give you seven, your at specific do, um, yeah, decibel levels level. of eighty-five dB mm -hmm. across the across. Okay, the so is is, is so that, that working as a standard? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely, and that's is. what the recording studios are also, you know, calibrated yeah. to. So when they record it. They're recording it at a specific level based on what theirs, their equipment has been calibrated mm. to. And we also, well, we cinemas also 
calibrate it to the same level so that when they play it back, it's at the same level as when it's recorded, in theory. Yeah. yeah. However, you know, so it's supposed to be a closed loop situation. Yeah. Um, the, the, the fact of the matter is, though, is that it, there is an element of subjectivity to how it is um, perceived in the auditorium because the auditorium uh, that none are all created equally. Well, and some some yeah. can have very hard walls. Yeah. Some can have very soft walls. Some can have really soft walls. Some can be acoustically treated to the nth degree so that every single reflection will be dealt with. And some will have reflections flying all over. Now, they all might be playing at the same volume level, but the perception of the sound is completely different, different depending on yeah. the acoustics mm -hmm. of the room. And is yeah. that something that could be explored? Uh, it would be yes, lovely if we could make all cinemas acoustically accurate. <laughs> yes, exactly. But I don't think and that's a thing a, we can do. Especially exactly, when you're retro. Based on yeah. budget and time yeah. and money and what yeah. you've got. If you've got, um, if you've got somebody saying this film should play okay at four and a half, yeah, then that's that's a, not that's right. a red flag because yeah, it really is. That 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 is saying well, we we tested it in an auditorium. And yeah. it might have very hard That's walls. That's completely different to yours. That is completely different to mine. And you're saying that it sounded great at four point five. Oh, right. You should play it at so, theirs. So the issue, is, yeah. so the issue is not the letter. The issue is not that the letter saying that it should be played at four and a half. It's saying this the, is how we played it, and it worked perfectly right. in, the, in the in the system. Yeah, in, in, this the, thing, in the surroundings you, that we played yeah, it. Yeah, but you should. This was perfect. But I don't you know what yours are. But this being, is my recommendation. If it's being for yours, mastered as a DCP, uh, it should be tested and mastered so that it is a DCP level, so which that it so that it is played at the same as all the other DCPs, which should be at reference yeah. level seven. Yeah. yeah. So and, play it. And then your, the cinema will decide if they play it a little bit lower or higher. And, yeah. yeah. And it should yeah. be a, just a, a minor variable. So it's yeah. almost like pointing them in a direction which might not be appropriate for them, but had they just not received that letter at all, yeah. they'd yeah, be able to make their own yeah. judgment on yeah. it. And but that's four, the problem. 4.5 is a huge shift. It's a it's huge, a not it's a good massive level. difference. It's a huge shift. Have we found out, massive difference. Have we found out exactly where they did this test? Because I, I, I would no love idea. to know. No Do we know who we can ask? No. no. I, well, I know who I can ask. Can we I ask? I just don't know what the difference is. Can we yeah, they're on a good day. Um, but anyway, we've we've reached the end. We are very very happy to all be back together. Yeah. Yeah. We are absolutely wondrously happy to be back together. Right. It's just been, it's just been Christmas. It's just been Christmas, or it's just about it's to be just Christmas, about to be Christmas, depending on when this comes out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, thank you very much. Um, so I suppose all it takes is to say thank you to everybody for turning up. All for making the trips to Birmingham. Um, it's been oh, absolutely it's been fantastic. Had a really good evening. Thanks to all the elves for putting up with us and giving us all the wine and the beers and all that lot. It's been it's been really great. So um, thank you, and from all of us, Bungle to all of you, botched. Um, thanks for listening. And all I can do is finish off by saying, "Thank God I'm me." Yeah. <laughs> Ha 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 ha!